0: Yeah, you know, I felt old for the first time today, because I wanted to text someone saying like, yo man, you're the coolest, but I wanted to say it in however kids say it now, and so I almost googled how to tell someone they're cool in 2022. Wow, that is a mark of being old. That's. But instead, I just, instead I, I just called him rock solid. I mean, that's universal, that's, that's pretty timeless. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And welcome to Nerdy and 30, a podcast where Lars tells you what the podcast is about. (laughs) I'm Doug.
1: I'm Lars. It's about what it's like to be in your 30s and conversationally nerdy. And again, as always, our goal is to entertain, make you laugh, relate, be a little nostalgic, and we'll slowly become intoxicated over the course of each episode. So we hope you have fun hanging out with us today. Also, the podcast is not for kids, so earmuffs... Yeah, Anthony, stop listening to this, you little fuck. (laughs) For those tuning in for the first time, possibly from another country, that's Doug's child. (laughs) Yes. The child he just (laughs) had a few months ago.
0: For anyone that doesn't know, he's my baby. Yes. His baby. I'm my baby. (laughs) My baby.
1: All right, so we're back after our little break from Memorial Day here in the U.S. And you all missed us. Now we are uh, moving on to let's see what we're doing today podcasts, fuel, you know, today in history, all that stuff.
0: All right. Um, So I guess I'll just tell you what we're doing today first because usually I don't, but (laughs) why not? If it's the first time you're listening, you don't fucking know that. Boom. Um, So we're going to do, are you a sauce boss? Uh, Delve into, you know, our favorite sauces. If we use sauce on our foods Mm -hmm. and maybe some solid meat and cheese combos that you want to throw and Mm -hmm. slap some of that sauce on. All right. And uh, that's it. (laughs) That's absolutely all we're talking about this week. (laughs) Okay. We're going to try to make it less than two hours. Yes. Good goal. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't highlight the other two things. (laughs) um because those are not allowed to be next okay got it um okay but uh today in history Mm -hmm. i have a few things oh man the font's too big i can't read it (laughs) i can't i can't read it there we go double click it no i fixed it okay i fixed it uh so in nine so it's like four it's like a few things i'm just gonna read them off Mm -hmm. so in 1930 frozen foods were first sold commercially Useful. So all you people who get, you know, get your meals from frozen foods, all that flash-frozen stuff. Yeah. Thank thank you, Great Depression. Mmm, hot pockets. Mmm, tastes like depression. <laughs> all right, 1933, the first drive-in movie theater opens, originally in Jersey... Uh, the the crazy thing about this, though, I just wanted to make mention of it, mm-hmm. is that the guy who came up with the drive-in movie theater, yeah. he did it originally because uh, his mother was uncomfortable sitting in movie theater seats, <laughs> but he patented the drive-through movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah. So he patented it, and that patent was good until 1949, mm-hmm. which, if you do your math, is 16 years. <laughs> 16. <laughs> yeah. So uh, once once they but the the government overrode his patent, mm. they canceled it, and then by the fifties and sixties, drive-throughs became an American staple. Hell yeah! Like, uh, like that's the whole thing. Like, uh, uh not drive-throughs, drive-ins, drive-throughs yeah. still happen, mm-hmm. uh, and sort of drive-bys, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> drive-ins, though, at most there were about five thousand of them across the U.S. in the fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. but now because of the cost of, like, real estate and, you know, streaming media and whatnot. It's down to maybe about 500 drive-ins throughout the U.S.
1: Man, that's crazy. In both, uh, in the past 10 years, I've lived within an hour to an hour and a half away from two of them.
0: Hey, man, it's two out of 500. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Actually, the largest one was in Copag in on the lounge that's fun um i don't know if it's still there or not (laughs) uh in 1944 supreme allied commander general dwight d eisenhower gives the go-ahead for the largest amphibious military operation in history operation overlord not the anime (laughs) the allied invasion of northern france commonly known as d-day so it's pretty crazy And then, lastly, the most important tidbit of information in 1998, HBO airs the first pilot episode of Sex in the City.
1: (laughs) Yes, important for all two of our female listeners out there.
0: Tell you what, though, I have seen more Sex in the City Mm -hmm. than I care to have (laughs) admitted. Uh, By choice? I don't know if it's by choice because Claire will put it on. And I'll be in the same room. Yeah. I'll like play my video games or like I'll be in the office mm-hmm. and she'll put it on and I'll overhear it. And then, you know, it's like you're you are passively listening to something and then you kind of want to know what's happening. So you sneak out and you watch it.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. okay, Yeah.
0: I, I guess that doesn't happen <laughs> for you.
1: Not often, I guess.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Well, that's what happens to me. So okay. I've seen several episodes and I think I've seen the movie also. Wow.
1: I think I've, uh, excuse me, I think I've maybe seen parts of like two episodes of my whole life because I just left the room whenever I saw it on.
0: Yeah. Um, I get that. Nobody wants to watch a horse having sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe something to do. Oh, geez. Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, my, podcast, my, my, my podcast fuel is a seltzer because I took a muscle relaxer today and I could not work. It was my first day back at work, and I slept the whole day. Wow. (laughs) So um, I'm just going to have seltzer now. Okay. What about you? What's your podcast fuel? Mine
1: is uh, that candy girl, (laughs) as it will be for the next Ah. six months.
0: Uh, Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, why don't we just uh, jump right into our off-the-cuff? I'm going to go first because yours is blank. I got it all up here. That's scary. (laughs) So, uh, a few things. Um, One, I'm back to work starting today. Uh, My paternity leave is officially over. Mm -hmm. So now I'm work daddy. Um, I completed watching all episodes of two animes that were recommended to me. Mm -hmm. The Rising of Shield Hero and Spy Family. Okay. Okay. Um, I definitely recommend watching them as well, Lars, if you get the chance. Okay. And I will admit that I watched them both dubbed and subbed. Okay. So that way, uh, you know, I got the, the full experience. I do not watch the whole season, mm-hmm. but there were more episodes of the sub naturally than the dub. So yep. I, I watched, I watched a little bit of both.
1: Yep. I hate, I kind of hate when that happens though. Cause like you get, especially if you start with voices You have like, well, I guess either way, you know, you just associate the character with the voice that you hear, whether or not you understand it. And then you go to subtitles and it's a different voice and you're like, wait, now who the fuck's talking again?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Um, but I mean, they're good. I mean, rising of shield hero is your typical, um, getting transported into an alternate dimension. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of like the whole like thing that's going on now in terms of like themes. Mm -hmm. So he just gets summoned to another dimension. He's one of the four cardinal heroes, spear, sword, shield, and bow. He's the shield hero. But the shield ho- hero is, like, shunned because they're like, oh, he's just a shield. He's useless. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't has no attack power. So the, the series follows the shield hero going and overcoming that mm-hmm. and then becoming, like, the primary hero. Okay. And then Spy Family... Spy Family is about... Uh, I think they're German, honestly, Uh, because based on the names and everything they say. So uh, in Spy Family, it's a guy who is, like, known as the best spy, and his next mission requires him to have a family and get the kid to go to the most prestigious school there is so he can track this guy that is basically what... Hinges the east and west from going to war or being at peace. Huh. So in order to do that, he only has like two days. Okay. So he has to find a kid and get married within those two to three days wow. in order for the mission to start. Now, I mean, it's not a hint. It's not like a like a spoiler. A spoiler that he does find the the mother and the daughter. Okay. Because the mo- the show is called Spy Family. Sure. Yeah. But I mean. It's kind of funny because it's a little bit of like slice of life, but at the same time it's like spies and assassins, mm-hmm. and like some like supernatural stuff. Yeah. So it's it's honestly it's it's very funny to watch it all come together. It's only about, I think there's like, one season of Spy Family. There's two there's two seasons of Shield Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely would recommend them if you got some time. What watch is those. Spy both Family on. on?
1: It sounds interesting.
0: They they're both on Crunchyroll.
1: Okay, all
0: right. So if you, have because yeah, Crunchyroll now. Now owns Funimation, so true. Well, you can you can watch Crunchyroll for free. You just have to watch the ads. Yeah, it's like Hulu, but better. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, um, and then let's see. Uh, in the last five days, I had a cold, a toothache, uh, and <laughs> I pulled my back out.
1: You somehow just in in within the two weeks that we haven't really spoken. You have become a sixty-year-old. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I
0: literally, like, I went, to, I went to the urgent care facility, and they, they didn't really help me. They prescribed me a muscle relaxer. Yeah. And I went to my primary care uh, yesterday, the mm. day after, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you really do, uh, because like, if you sneeze or cough really hard, you can pull your back." Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I told him like I, I wasn't exercising because I was sick. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I had Anthony in one arm, and I bent down to pick something up. And like a little while later, my back hurt. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's like, were you, were you sneezing or coughing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you probably pulled your back, like your, like the muscle. That's crazy. From like sneezing or coughing too hard. Yeah.
1: Hold and like, <laughs> Hold on one second. Caitlin just uh, walked in. If, she, if she
0: gave you cookies.
1: No, she went to the salon and got a haircut for the first time in
0: two years.
2: A haircut
0: and color. And color. Hey, Shaq, turn on wall light. Yeah, you gotta you gotta turn off your uh, blur though, so I can see. Hey, Shaq,
1: turn off wall light.
0: Does her hair oh, glow in the saying, dark? I'm that you're saying turn the off. Wall light
1: off. Alexa, <laughs> turn on wall light. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alexa, <laughs> turn wall light white. All right, let me turn on this. Turn off this blur. Okay. I
2: got it. It's white.
1: You got it white oh there's color though
2: yeah so um this is the latest they can lift it yeah today um next it's got Hi. like
1: fun little light pastels of pink and teal
2: yeah it's from the toner
1: that's it'll, fun it'll wash out okay um
2: <laughs> but they said uh when i go back in they're gonna do a bleach bath to lift the remaining goldenish okay. stuff okay so. why
1: white why white doug is asking here talk here
2: Because it's fun. I look like a fantasy creature. I was going for (laughs) Thranduil,
0: but... Well, I know what you'll look like in, like, 30 years now.
1: What'd he say? He said... Oh, yeah, right, you can't hear him. No, I can't. (laughs) He said he knows what you'd look like in 30 years now.
0: Here, I'm just gonna give you him. Here.
2: I mean, yeah, if I go white, then fuck yeah. I'm all for it. I
0: mean, what's the alternative from going white? Silver. Fair enough.
2: I'd rather white. white fox
0: sounds cooler than silver fox
2: white tinted blue that works yeah all right cool yeah okay hi hi um (laughs) i had to tip obviously so it was more yeah i'm sure yeah do you want to know the total amount
1: it was 500 wasn't it
2: yeah like 510
1: 510 dollars for that hair Five hundred. It would have just
2: happened when she got old hours. anyway.
1: Doug just said you would have had it when, uh, when you got old anyway. She said it took five hours, to be fair.
0: Well, you know what, though? I mean, like, if she had found a ghost that scared her, it would make her hair turn white.
1: He said if you find a ghost that scares you, it would make your hair turn white.
0: Feel oh, I felt it. It's yeah,
1: soft. It's yeah. soft. It's soft. Claire's actually going to the I'm salon sorry. this it's weekend soft. to get her hair done.
3: <laughs>
0: Thanks. What's she doing? She's getting her hair done this weekend also. Oh, shit. All the girls getting them hairs, dude. Okay. Yeah, she's going to get like a few inches uh, cut off. Yeah.
1: How much do you get cut off?
2: Uh, they just trimmed it.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Okay. They
2: just made it healthy huh. and added some layers. Okay. The biggest thing was the color.
1: Yeah. Looks pretty. Hey. Holy crap, $500. Is she, is she losing weight? She looks thinner.
2: She does, she does it only be 105 150 next time, depending on how much they have to use. Okay.
1: Oh, Okay. Okay, bye. Podcast time. Oh, oh, Doug said you look like you lost weight, by the way. Oh, thanks. It's the loose shirt. She said it's a loose shirt. And uh, contouring. And contouring.
0: Nice. Good job.
1: Good job. Okay. Back to the podcast. So, yes, you threw your back out. It can happen anytime. Uh, you were coughing and sneezing and dying, apparently, and have broken your back because you're an old man. Yes.
0: Uh, but now my back feels better. And I've learned that muscle relaxers are basically sleeping pills. Great. I mean, it makes sense. I was like, I was zonked out all day. Like my dad and my sister came to visit and like I was asleep at the table. (laughs) Um, That was work. All right. And then, and then the only other thing is I had mushroom coffee.
1: Yeah. So... I don't know what the fuck those texts were. Was it yesterday or two days ago? But you just seemed like wasted the whole day. Does it have to do with the mushroom coffee?
0: (laughs) No, you just don't respond to my texts in a timely manner. So I just make things weird. (laughs) Like, because if I text you too early. Yeah. Oh, it's too early. Don't text Okay, he
1: texts before eight o'clock sometimes. Okay. On a weekend.
0: Fuck. Yeah, I just say, hey. Not all of us have kids, all right? I sleep till nine or later on weekends, man. Bro, I texted you at nine in the morning saying hi, and you said hi, question mark, back. Like, <laughs> and then I said, how are you? Smile. <laughs> and you just call me a weirdo. Because, first of all,
1: who just says hi? Without actually saying the purpose of the text message in the first place. Also, lucky to say hi. And then... How are you doing? Or what What are you saying? What are you doing? How are you doing? What was it? How are you? How, oh, how are you? That's just like, the only people I know that message like that are my 60-year-old in-laws who are super religious. That is how it was they funny. text.
0: It's was, funny. I was channeling my mom. Yeah, perfect. Because that's what my mom does. She says, yeah. She says hello, Douglas. Yeah. In her text. And then she says, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> so Dude. I kind of wanted to see how you'd react. Dude. <laughs> but then you just called me a weirdo. And I just said, you need to relax. <coughs> And then you didn't reply, <laughs> at all. Wait, I did. I don't think you got it. Oh, I must not have gotten it. Oh, yeah, because no. then I sent you a text at three forty-four saying I had mushroom coffee. <laughs> and then at eight thirty you were like, "What, lol? And then I said I took a muscle relaxer, relaxer tonight, relaxer first time. And then, and then you you messaged me back an hour later, and then I sent you a picture of Yoda, and then. I mean, we just kind of, uh, meme back and forth a little. <laughs> but, but like even before that. That was me being normal. I was just, wanted to see how you were doing. Okay. I was just concerned about your well-being. Sorry. Can't, can't a guy ask another guy friend, how is he doing? Yeah, yeah just
1: weirdly like an ultra conservative old person for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Funny enough, it's it's not even being conservative, it's just being old yeah it might be that but it's just
1: for some reason like my parents aren't ultra conservative they don't text like that every old person i know that is ultra conservative texts like that like you just described everyone else who's old and liberal doesn't do it and i don't know why i don't know i don't know no idea
0: Maybe, maybe they don't like um what are the words when you put them together
1: sentences (laughs)
0: <laughs> no no when you when you fuse two words together a compound word yes oh, they don't use compound they say how are you uh, yeah instead of how's it going yeah
1: yeah it just makes it seem so much more formal for some reason and uh, maybe maybe the ultra conservative i mean i guess conservatives are more formal right and then if you go to church and I mean, you wear your not sunday every conservative
0: best. is educated though
1: no No, especially not since they kill the school systems wherever they exist and uh, have power. A little bitter about that.
0: I wish I had the power of the dark side. You wish you had the power of the dark side? I want to shoot lightning out of my fingertips. Then I would not require PSEG month to month anymore.
1: I'm guessing that's your power service provider? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, um, you know you know what I always wondered? Because I don't read any of the books, Star comics, anything Star Wars that's not like the main movies, essentially, or the newer mm-hmm. TV shows. There's a light side. Yeah, there's a dark side. Is there literally like a gray side where someone can do everything from the dark side and the light side? Can they have both There's powers? like a topic
0: about that. Okay. Like someone that walks the line. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. Cause I like, I'd like the ability, the ability to, cause if you think about it, like, if you're a good guy, why do you have mind control abilities? Mm-hmm. I don't know any good people that can brainwash people.
1: Yeah, that's very true. But I guess it's also a necessity because it means that you can do things peacefully.
0: Uh, that's pretty evil.
1: But you can do it peacefully if it's for the greater good. They're always about the greater good. They're very utilitarian.
0: Um, it's terrible. They
1: They are. If they were like oh you, you know you have to kill a hundred people well we'll either kill these hundred people on this planet or these eight million they'll be like all right we'll kill the hundred
0: you know you're not gonna there's so many things wrong with that argument
1: <laughs> they're utilitarian fine anyway Whatever.
0: uh let's let's pull, let's reel it back okay uh, mushroom coffee <laughs> yes so yeah what the hell um, is that? there's a, there's a <laughs> spot in my town called uh, once bitten okay it's a donut shop and they uh it's fun. We popped in there with Anthony because they have they're they they're doing like a uh, fundraiser donut for Alzheimer's, okay so we went in there we bought that donut and they were advertising this thing called a chagachino. that sounds fun and it's literally just it's a coffee, but it's mushroom instead so I was like, let me just try this because why not right mm-hmm. It's just like so it's a cap- it's like a cappuccino with um almond milk and I got like a squirt of vanilla syrup in it. It just tastes like a coffee. Honestly, though, it hit me like a cold brew, like it was strong. Uh, and I looked it up. You can buy the the packets online. Cause like you ever seen like mud or any of those other advertisements yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where it's just basically it's just like it's a packet and you just add it to the milk and stir it. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. But it's made out of like mushrooms and cocoa beans and whatnot. That's so weird. It's it's keto friendly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm intrigued enough to try it. Like, shoot me uh shoot me a text or a link or something. Okay, if they got a I'll referral, do
0: that. do that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that that's it for my mushroom coffee story. There's no psychedelics involved.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I really thought you did have some psychedelics in your coffee when you said mushroom coffee because you were texting so weirdly. <laughs> yeah, but I was
0: texting you at 9 in the morning. <laughs> you have coffee at <laughs> 9 in the morning. It makes sense. I mean. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um, so why, you want to take an ad break and then we'll jump into the main sesh.
1: No, I I have off the cuff too. Oh, I forgot about you. <laughs> it's okay, it happens. Go ahead, tell me about you. It, it, yeah, it's quick. It's quick. We uh we spent had to spend eight thousand dollars on a mini split air conditioner, and uh, I'll do three things. It, it's so cold every day now. I'm wearing a hoodie and putting on heaters again. <laughs> oh really? And It's June second right now as of filming. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. We had like a few days of like 90, and then a few days of 80, and then it was like. Boom! Nighttime 30 degrees. Daytime 60. I'm like what? <laughs> so actually very happy about that because we don't like the heat. Um so so yeah, air conditioner, that, and then the last thing is duck races. Like real ducks? No. <laughs> rubber ducks.
0: Oh, rubber ducks. Yeah.
1: There's this explain. <laughs> there's this little uh town up in the White Mountains called Jackson and apparently for like i think it's 36 years or 32 something like that over 30 years they've been doing this freaking duck race where they put a bunch of rubber duckies in a river and they follow the rubber duckies down to the end whoever crosses the line first uh gets a thousand dollars and you you can like essentially you rent out the ducks you you put some money down and you get a bunch of numbers that match the numbers on the ducks
3: first across wins a thousand bucks
1: um, no we won nothing and and we learned we learned that um that there are like raffles for a ton of stuff to do if we knew that we probably would have bought more instead of just relying on one winner but they like gave away hotel nights uh, up in the white mountains they gave away uh restaurant coupons and stuff and like i was like damn it was like 20 bucks for four ducks And they had a maximum of 2,500. So I was like, those odds are a lot better than a lot. So it
0: wasn't like there was just like six ducks in the water. It was just like... 2,500.
1: That's a lot of ducks. That's a lot of ducks. (laughs) It's a whole lot of ducks. And then they even have this thing called Olympic Ducks. And they're different colored ducks. And uh, whoever wins the Olympic duck race gets... I think it was like 10% of all profits from the event. Like, that's fucking nuts. Uh, and then there was a third race and that was giant rubber ducks. So like, we're talking like a foot, foot and a half tall, like a foot wide rubber ducks. And there were only a hundred of those and they had a separate race.
0: Did, well, so what kind of duck one Olympic regular or giant?
1: Oh, it's so the giant race, a hundred percent separately. The Olympic is like classed in its own. So even if a yellow duck finishes first, it doesn't count towards the colored duck race. I guess it's that's, I guess it's a way to like a, s- segment.
0: It's segregation.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say segment. It's a way to segment uh, your your uh, your ducks. That's racist. Your, your ducks. Yeah, whatever. So that that's really all that happened the past two weeks. And work. I mean, it's, I keep slamming down what? this knife sharpener.
0: A <laughs> knife sharpener.
1: Yeah, I have this little knife sharpener from uh, Smith's, and like one side is. uh well we'll start with the the coarse one side is the coarse ceramic here Mm -hmm. and then on the other side is the uh oh no i'm sorry the the coarse one is the carbide and the fine is ceramic and like i'll just sit here like i'll have a conversation at work you know how like when you fiddle with things you tend to like pay attention more you know fidget spinners and shit for me it's like I have a bunch of knives that need sharpening. I'll just sit here and I'll just. Get that ASMR. That was the coarse sound. And that's the fine sound. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, that's it. So if everyone heard the banging throughout the whole time, that, that's me. I'm, I'm putting it down. I'm done. No more. It's okay, Lord. Yeah. All right, that's it. Let's take our air break. And
0: for a dollar a day, you can give me money. And... Welcome back to Nerdian 30. Yes. If you are just tuning in now for some weird reason that you decide to skip to this moment in time, (laughs) we're about to go over our main topic. Yes. For the day. Which is? Which is... Sauce Boss. Do you sauce? Or do you not sauce? Do you like heavy sauce? Do you like light sauce? Do you like dark sauce? Do you like white sauce? Do you put your sauce in between your buns? Do you put your sauce until it runs? Do you you like it sweet or sour? Do Do you like it sweet or sour? Do you like it hot and savory? Do you like to... Use it near a baby? You... <laughs> this is where we find these things yes. out. Yes, indeed. I've run, I've run out of Dr. Seuss rhymes. Yeah, that was
1: good, though. That was a good run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't use hot sauce near a baby, please. <laughs> um, okay, so the main question here is, you know, do you think that there's one sauce? Like, there's a few questions that can be asked about sauce. Sure. Right? So I think of it like this. I'm like, all right, well, number one, Are you someone that sauces? I feel like it'd be weird if you're someone that doesn't sauce. Uh, And then two is... Why does this sound like drugs? (laughs) Yo, man, do you sauce? (laughs) Lars, do you sauce?
1: I sauce so hard on everything.
0: Okay. Do you you have a go-to... Like a unified sauce that you... There's a sauce that you use for everything? Or do you feel that each item can requires a specific sauce to be paired with it Mm -hmm. but there is room for overlap where you can use the same sauce i'm gonna split this up into
1: vegetable and non-vegetable if that's okay okay
0: sure sure (laughs) okay i mean that's that's still the same question yeah yeah
1: yeah. so well yeah in a way so the (laughs) for the vegetables i freaking love making my own dressing like it's it's one of my passions because uh, whenever I remember that I have salad and I don't throw it out, I'm like, oh, I can make dressing. And then just really make it whatever you need.
0: So when you say you make your own dressing, yes. what does that actually mean? Yes. So are you making a known dressing or are you just making a, a large jizz special? This is not a, not a jizz special, but I'm making it. So um,
1: <clears throat> the bases. The bases are always going to be water some sort of mustard whether it's a horseradish mustard a grainy mustard a yellow well rarely yellow mustard uh spicy brown mustard or like a dijon okay depending Mm -hmm. on how i'm feeling that day it's gonna be one of those then mayonnaise optional swap out if you're not a mayo fan sour cream okay and then from there like sky's the limit based on whatever you're feeling as long as i have that base then i can go like i can make it sweet i could make it spicy i can make it tangy um
0: man so you basically you so prefer the umbrella of aiolis yeah because basically what you're describing is you make an aioli base yeah and then and then change it based on what you have absolutely yeah but okay
1: yeah i mean like the honey this must for veggies though like yeah yeah essentially think of a, a very creamy uh honey mustard without the honey <laughs> it's okay. enhanced mustard is is like my basic one
0: whatever and, you want to call it i'm yeah. just gonna call it aeolius yeah
1: sure uh and then for and, and sorry and that works yes but on more than just salads any vegetable you grab and stick in it delicious mm. so tasty Um, (laughs) and then the, the, oh, even like chips, for example,
0: like I can use it as a chip dip. But yeah. Any chip? Cause I feel like that's a, that's a pretty big statement.
1: Yeah. I feel like the only chip it might not work on is like, if you have a weird, some sort of sweet chip, I don't think that would work. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that would entail, but, but yeah, tortilla chips, uh, you get veggie chips, you get, um,
0: like sour sun cream chips
1: onion. yeah sour cream and onion yeah that'd be good hell yeah especially okay c- okay because like i feel like i always put onion and garlic in everything as well
0: <laughs> okay so ba- basically so all right so for vegetables yeah you have an overarching sauce ha- type yes. that basically expands based on that so you have you have your base and you go out okay okay yeah so if, if for for when it comes to uh veggies you kind of have a one one sauce to rule them all
1: yeah pretty much with just little little hints of different things as needed
0: i get that though i mean like when it comes to veggies yeah i'm very much like ranch i just dip in ranch i mean that's a good staple too and that's universal for sure meat but i mean at the same veggies. time though i mean okay next here's the thing though are mm-hmm. dips sauces like spinach dip that's not a sauce is it no i guess for me a sauce hummus hummus is not a sauce
1: no for me a sauce has to be viscous enough to like
0: drip ah it's all about the drip
1: that's that's what i feel uh if it can't drip it's not a sauce but you can take you can take your dip that is thick and you can figure out how to thin it out so that it becomes uh less viscous? viscous yeah viscous and then uh and then have it become you know sauce like
0: gotcha okay so i mean that's like all right so my go-to then would really just be ranch for veggies Yeah. although um like carrot and celery i would dip in blue cheese okay just because like i eat wings okay yeah so it works agreed yeah. um and then i mean if it, <laughs> I, I do like the like the what's it the the onion dip but i mean the onion dip i guess like it's just, it's not really a sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So for me, veggies, I would essentially just, I'd go probably just ranch on anything.
1: Acceptable. Perfectly normal, yeah. acceptable answer.
0: Okay. Delicious. So then we, so we're in agreement then when it comes to sauces, um, vegetables are essentially like a one done kind of situation. Yeah. Like it's like you have one thing and that's, that's what does it. Yep. Okay.
1: Now. All right. Uh, what about- now meats. Yeah. You said meats.
0: Now, Mita, I think, is definitely a much more... Very much more vast option. Mm-hmm. So, let me hear you guys say. If...
1: If there's bacon or steak involved, it is highly unlikely I would have any sauce. Okay. Unless you consider syrup a sauce. In which case, chicken and waffles and bacon... And maple syrup is... Ooh.
0: Well, yeah. Well, so why don't we do this? <laughs> like, um... Because tr- now you're combining. That's like a combination of chicken and bacon. You know? So, Yeah. let's just stick with this. Like, if there's just bacon, I would put maple syrup on bacon. Because, like, I would eat bacon with um, pancakes. And I would put syrup on that. But, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I like putting syrup, like maple syrup, on my bacon. And I I do consider syrup to be a sauce.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I don't know why I don't like, consider syrup a sauce. I don't in my head, but it makes sense that it's it def- is. But
0: I mean it meets your criteria. It's got drip. It's got drip, but so does castor oil. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we well, need one more the, criteria.
0: One is, <laughs> I mean you it's a if you like to put castor oil in your food, that's you. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no.
1: No uh but but i digress so if it's not bacon and it's
0: not steak then so so okay so chicken pork turkey chicken pork turkey unless you're also thinking like venison and rabbit ham. and moose well that's ham is pork
1: yeah but there's different ways to prepare it and it tastes very very different
0: uh, you're 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 going too far. Okay, too far, man. Because you're talking meats, and now you're talking about different preparations of the meat. Different you, areas you taste stick. differently. You got, you, no, but you gotta. It's okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you lick my butthole, it doesn't taste like my elbow. I get it. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, there's
1: there's not a universal sauce for me, for meats. Okay. There, okay. there is universal seasoning for me, but not sauce.
0: We're not going to talk seasoning, though. We're excluding that. If you hear something squealing, it's not a pig; it's my child.
1: I heard that. I thought it
0: was a door. <laughs> no, it was my, like... it was my child. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you're basically, you're so, you, so you're adamant. Anything that's like, if you're just having bacon, no sauce.
1: Correct. If if like okay. maple syrup happens saying, to I'm get not, on I'm, it, I'm fine with it. But I'm not gonna okay. go out of my way to put syrup on bacon.
0: Okay. And if it's just a steak, like you know, like a like a grilled or sautéed steak yeah. or something like good, that. Good
1: medium rare. No, No, Nope. No, no. Give me salt and pepper
0: and butter. I'm good. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Cause that, that, that's that's fine. Oh with wait, I, uh, if you liquefy the butter. Is it a sauce mm. now? No, no, no. <laughs> okay,
1: I, I, I'm removing butter from that. Okay, okay. Well, what if it's like lobster and you get that little
0: butter sauce? You know, the clarified butter. Huh? It's, it's not a sauce. Okay, all right. It's, it's, it's just called butter. <laughs> it's just butter. It's melted. What about butter. ranch?
1: It's... Ranch is ranch.
0: Do you, do you have a, a block of solidified <laughs> ranch somewhere in your house? Maybe in cheese format. <laughs> so no no i i'm removing butter okay fine because that would be like calling water sauce
1: i mean it's part of sauces beer is 99 water water is the ultimate Anyways, beer sauce
0: so, <laughs> i would say i agree with you i think a good i think good steak does not need a sauce yeah. you know good. uh i feel like and i and this is a strong opinion for some people but if you put something on your burger, I mean on, your, on your steak, like if you're the kind of person that has to put like A1 steak sauce on your steak or you have to, or you eat, or God forbid you eat it with ketchup, <laughs> you may die. <laughs> I, I, you, 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 may, you may go away you know, and never come back. I grew up having to use A1
1: and Worcestershire sauce to eat mm-hmm. my steak. And I only found out later, and I didn't like steak growing up. I found out later when I got to college and I finally had enough money to order a steak out. I learned what steak is supposed to taste like. I don't know (laughs) what grade Q beef my parents were buying. Guessing they had to because we were poor. But like, (laughs) damn, it looked like gray brain matter every time we had it. The whole thing, inside and out. Do, Do one of
0: your parents prefer things well done? Not that I know of, no. I know my sister Do does. Did they not know that they prefer things my well done?
1: Si- <laughs> I mean, no, cuz when when my later on when I saw my parents in Texas, suddenly my dad knew how to cook steaks again. Like so I just think it was literally the cut that he was buying was low quality, but that's, that's so weird. And he overcooked
0: the hell out of it. That's that's so weird though. Yeah. I mean, what did you guys you grilled it or you cooked it on the stove? He
1: grilled it on the on the outside on the grill.
0: <laughs> he grilled it did- on the grill did he use the fires from hell
1: to grill this steak dude i don't know i, I literally grew what, up thinking that steak was awful and i didn't
0: understand why everyone was so excited about steak because of that well i'm happy for your father for coming to his senses yes after moving to texas yep uh maybe he had the same epiphany you did maybe he ordered steak out and was like this is what steak's supposed to be <laughs> and then watch some youtube and like yeah maybe Realize that, like, if you can't grill at a steak and you live in Texas, they may go after you. Very true. Um, But yeah, I wonder if they just call it Texas Roadhouse Roadhouse they don't. when you're in Texas. They
1: don't. I live there. I live right by one. <laughs> it's called Texas
0: Roadhouse. Oh. Uh, I guess that's the same thing with Burlington Coat Factory in Burlington. They just call it Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> Probably. Instead of the Coat Factory. Yeah.
1: How you going to the Coat Factory? Which one? <laughs>
0: Honestly, that'd
1: be a good venue name. <laughs> the Coat Factory. Yeah, I mean code they'd factory. be in competition with the Knitting Factory, or maybe the Knitting Factory uh, makes franchises for the for the Coat Factory.
0: Well, yeah, that's and the, the whole thing. Factory. The Knitting the Knitting Factory is a subsidiary of the Coat Factory. As other way around, because you need
1: to I you need to saying. knit it to make it.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what what okay, about so, you for meat? So I I i'm in agreement with the states which i've already mentioned um and i said already that i do like i don't go it's not like my go-to i don't always put like every time i have bacon i don't put syrup on it you know it's a situation where it's like okay well if i'm having bacon pancakes and eggs i'll just put syrup on everything (laughs) okay even the eggs okay because honestly it doesn't taste that bad but no no honestly it's not bad (laughs) okay trust me you eat it fast enough it all tastes good but I'll still put ketchup on my eggs um, or hot sauce depending on the day um, now uh, beef Shit. overall though I lied I'm,
1: you just reminded me hot sauce hot sauce goes on every piece of meat it no, can
0: it, you don't put hot sauce on a good steak not on a good steak I don't I'll put, put, put hot it on sauce a shitty on my steak I put on bacon I don't eat a shitty steak well, if
1: someone else cooked it and I was obliged to eat it, i would I wouldn't do it because <laughs> if your boss invited you over and made and you the get,
0: worst steak of all time, you wouldn't eat it only so here's the thing. this is the only way I would do it. okay. If my boss invited me over mm-hmm. and cooked me a steak that was terrible. yep. Um, only if they had ketchup or hot sauce on the table for their steak. <laughs> would i put it on it okay because if it's bad enough of a steak it's no longer a steak yes now you're just eating a hockey puck yep yep in that case roast
1: beef shaped hockey puck
0: (laughs) yeah because because now the whole thing you get into like roast beef well you have a roast beef sandwich you can do um was it the au jus like the dip yeah when you get a french dip like that's that's allowed that's good yeah but i mean that's where like these are those are like the outliers. but hey
1: I couldn't cut up the pork, but a roast beef and the steak
0: are both beef. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> okay. Because this wasn't a situation where I was. I'm saying it's an outlier. Okay. Because <laughs> that's like it's not just meat. It's like a sandwich now, you know. Because now it's meat and bread and cheese, and onions. Indeed. So it's it's not a standalone item. Right now we're just we're going basic standalone. Okay. You know. All right. Steak. Um, bacon. Meat. And chicken, chicken I always use a dip with. Yeah. Um, grilled, grilled chicken, I mean, it really depends. Like, if it's a very juicy, well-marinated piece of grilled chicken, mm-hmm. I might eat it without a sauce. But otherwise, um, I think my go-to would always be, like, a honey mustard. Because to me, honey mustard can go well on a grilled or fried piece of chicken. Yes. Uh, all, unlike, cause I wouldn't put ketchup on chicken. I only do it if it's like ketchup and mayo
1: together. And sometimes I do ketchup, mayo, and mustard.
0: Yeah, but ketchup and mayo is like the base for Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. So you're like not really having ketchup anymore. No. <laughs> I guess not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, it's not real. Um. So yeah, so standalones. Now, if you get into the. Re- so, okay. And then like pork. Pork, I'll do applesauce or duck sauce.
1: That's weird.
0: Not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's still weird. I haven't had that before. You never had like a...
1: Except for Chinese food, I guess, but it's fried at that point.
0: Well, yes. If you if you saute um, pork, whether it's on, like a pork loin, whether it's on the bone or not, yeah. you would eat it with either applesauce or duck sauce. Trust me, it's good. Interesting. Okay. You would want to do the sweetened applesauce, though, not the unsweetened.
1: Okay, well... My keto ass can't have it, so <laughs> Well
0: it's not like the unsweetened's bad, but you know, it's just an option. Yeah. <laughs> um after that though, I don't think there's really too many standalone items now. Now it's to the point where it's like, all right, well, you've got fried chicken, which is breaded. Yep. So it's not a standalone anymore. And with that, then you get well, chicken wings are not breaded. And I would go that's the sky's the limit when it comes to chicken wings. Yeah. You know? When you fry a piece of chicken, you can essentially sauce it with anything. Yeah, I agree. Um, batter fried chicken. Um, that one, I mean, I I don't know. A batter fried chicken, I might not even need a sauce with that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Maybe just just it's just some salt
0: and pepper. You're good. Unlike like a chicken nugget. Like a chicken nugget is meant for dipping. Yeah, 100%. Like, i i like sweet and sour sauce yeah if i'm if i have the availability mm-hmm. but otherwise i my go-to is always honey mustard yeah hot dogs this is a big debate what do you put on your hot dog sauce wise i don't need to know any of the other accoutrements <laughs> do you count relish as a sauce because it has it's it's no, drippy relish, is relish but it's just it's just chopped up but it's it's just it's chopped all up drippy pickles. and jelly and, and wet and and then there's it's chunks not, it's, in no it. it's not dripping it's falling apart <laughs> There's no adhesion. It soaks my bun. Okay. Uh
1: for hot dogs, ketchup and mustard. Both. Always. Okay,
0: okay so you're going you're you're going neutral on it. ketchup and mustard. Always. Yeah. I always love to it. Because that's up. the big debate a lot of people
1: have. And ketchup versus mustard. I only like on my hot dogs specifically and my hamburgers actually. On both of them I prefer um just yellow mustard, like the bright obnoxious yellow mustard on your burgers on my burgers too i prefer it now if i don't have that the only other way i'll put mustard on it is if it is horseradish mustard then i'll I'll slather that all over my hot dog and hamburger
0: yeah i guess a hybrid hybrid sauce yeah um but, that's weird that you put mustard on your hamburger oh why I, um, I put mustard
1: mayo and ketchup on burgers
0: yeah but that's that's not even one sauce anymore now man <laughs> You're like ruining the game. It's
1: Thousand Island Plus.
0: <laughs> it's basically what it is. So you put in the, se- the Burger King secret sauce. Yes. Uh, so for me, uh, I, I'll i do salt. Like, aside from other toppings on there, I would do mustard solo. Okay. But um, back in the days when I used to go to the Black Sheep in Mineola, mm-hmm. they would give you, you can could get free hot dogs from there. That's. Like they had like a little machine with hot dogs. Awesome and so they they but they didn't have mustard. Mm. They had ketchup and they had hot sauce. So, when I was there, I would put ketchup mixed with hot sauce, mm-hmm. like Frank's red hot, yeah, on there. And honestly, like mustard mixed, uh, sorry, ketchup mixed with hot sauce is really good. Yeah, it is. Um also, by the way, next level french fries. Uh if I I let's I'm going to jump to french fries now because we talked about those. <laughs> okay. And we're talking ketchup. Um when you have I'll do like French fries. Sky's the limit. Also, yeah. like blue cheese ranch, uh, blue cheese ranch. Yeah. Uh, if you honey make mustard. it, it'll taste good. Yeah, <laughs> but what I found though, which is next level, is if you use ketchup. If you're, let's say you're a prevalent ketchup person. Okay. Like that's your go-to. Mm-hmm. Before you put your ketchup on anything, put the ketchup in a dish or whatever you use. Um, and add a good amount of salt and pepper to it and mix it together. Mm-hmm. A salt and pepper ketchup, mm-hmm. like a salted and peppered ketchup, tastes so much better. Huh. Okay. Than regular ketchup. Like if you like, because the whole thing is like you don't know how salty your fries are gonna be. Yeah. And whatnot, but like you get that extra little bit of flavor from the ketchup mm-hmm. if you put the salt and pepper in there. Trust me, it makes a huge difference. I'm
1: gonna try it next time.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really good. It's like I was I watch uh this dude on on the internet and. He's like, you got to put some salt on your tomatoes when you're making burgers or sandwiches. It's, it makes a huge yeah, difference. Yeah,
1: that's very true. Also, hot chocolate.
0: Um, I, I, I always avoid it because there's always a small chance. I may oversalt. You just do that I have pinch. Over. You just do that little pinch. That's the problem, man. This is a pinch.
1: No, 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 no. Literally a pinch. For anyone who doesn't know, you have hot chocolate. You have shitty Swiss Miss. If you add a pinch of salt into like it. Sea salt. Um, any salt, honestly. You add a pinch of salt to it, mix it all up, it makes it taste like a much more expensive chocolate. Oh yeah, it is crazy. What, people don't real,
0: what people don't realize is that um, if you want something to be sweeter, you add a little salt to it. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's a rock. <laughs> uh, okay, so we covered steaks. I would say nothing, unless it's a hockey puck. <laughs> uh, hamburgers... Uh, we didn't talk about, but again, hamburgers are kind of sky's the limit. I think mu- your your mustard saying, but again, you basically just did secret sauce. <laughs> but my, my my default for a hamburger, like if I'm out and about, mm-hmm. it's generally gonna be ketchup. Like if I order at a restaurant, yeah. unless they're like, oh, it's a bacon chutney, you know? Yeah, like there's exceptions jam. there. Like
1: oh, I made Jack Daniels barbecue sauce. Okay, I'm not putting any extra sauce on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in real realistically, like hamburger is like. Universal. You can put like any sauce on there. Yeah. Um, I don't know though if I, I I would do honey mustard, maybe. I don't know if I would fuck with just mustard. Like if I soloed mustard on there. Don't get me wrong. I'd eat it. Yeah. Because it's food. But at the same time, it's it's not my go-to. I, I, I wouldn't really want to I wouldn't brag to anybody that I had a hamburger with mustard. <laughs> um hot dogs. Like I said, I'll do mustard or I'll do ketchup hot sauce combo. Mm-hmm. Um cold cuts. Um, I would, honestly though, I would say mayo by itself is not a sauce. What? No. I think it's a good base for a sauce. Yeah, I would but agree. mayo by itself. So what is it then? Is I think it's like, it's like a component. It's not a dip. It's a spread.
1: I knew you were going to say that. That was the first thing that came to my mind too. I was like, oh, it's a spread. But then I was like, yeah. what the fuck is a spread?
0: A spread is like peanut it's butter. It's a thing peanut you can spread. Sauce.
1: But I yeah. can spread jelly, but I can also make it drip like a sauce. Well, <laughs> this is also complicated, Doug.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So I would say for cold cuts, I generally, depending on the cold cut, I will put mustard on it. Yeah, like if it's a roast beef sandwich, mustard. Yeah. Um, pastrami. Some like mustard. And a, I, did you say my mom? No, it's a pastrami. Oh, okay. <laughs> because my mom's more of like a ketchup but
1: doug's mom also gets mustard on her
0: but uh or like an american style sandwich like the combo i'd I'd do mustard on there yeah or mayo Mm -hmm. mustard and mayo yeah but those are like my go-tos mustard mayo same Um, same on sandwiches yeah 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 i mean and then you know things are different though because i don't consider obviously you go to a deli you get a cold cut sandwich Mm -hmm. it's a cold cut so if you go to the deli and you order a chicken cutlet hero, that's yep. no longer a cold cut because the chicken's hot.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: that makes right. sense. So, uh, all right. So yeah, uh, or oh, you know what though? What I would fuck with like a vinaigrette. In rare circumstances, I agree. For a cold cut, I'd fuck with a vinaigrette. Yeah. yeah, we have this one mix or like a like a or like a, like a a vinegar based coleslaw. So it's like the the sauce is mixed in with the Mm -hmm. coleslaw. Yeah. We have this one
1: uh, dressing that we use for sandwiches, actually. And it is, it's like a zesty Italian dressing. And it's really good on cold cut sandwiches. So obviously olive oil based, but I don't know. I don't even know what's in it. Just it's good. And there's this other sauce that we tried recently that we ended up buying all versions of sauce that they had on Amazon. And I think it's like 15 bucks a pop or something, but it was, it made everything so fucking good. I forgot about it. I'm gonna have to fucking find that shit. Um, you sound like you're typing away. What are you looking up?
0: Sorry, I'm sending a text message. Oh, I, to meet my, I meant to mute my <laughs> microphone. Okay, uh, sauce, but I mean, in terms of like hot sauces are crazy because there's so many different like flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. There's a hot sauce that my parents have at their house. It's a chocolate hot sauce. That's It's really good. Interesting. And then like I've I've I like I like sweet hot sauces too. Mhm. Um but I also like the the Cholula hot sauces. Yeah, they're good. Cuz I have like the green pepper one, I have the like the garlic one, I have different ones like that. What's really good. A game changer. Like you could put this on your hamburger by itself. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, truff hot sauce. Never heard of it. Truff hot sauce is mushroom hot sauce. Oh. So they use, they use truffles and they make a hot sauce. It's like a meaty hot sauce. Like it, it, it's so good. It's, it's great. Especially like, let's say you want to make a dish that you want to have a little bit of a must mushroom, uh, must, a little bit of a mushroom flavor to it. hmm You add a little bit of the truff sauce in there. It's really good. They have white truff sauce also. Yeah. It's banging bang bang bang
1: (laughs) okay well uh okay i found that brand uh so it's called pietro dressing and i lied it wasn't 15 i think it was 15 in total for all three but is uh it's like 640 on amazon right now
0: why does it look like a dildo yeah i know right
1: (laughs) um i don't know why but it does and honestly we got the ginger We got the sesame and miso and we got the original and the original is supposed to be, you can use it as a marinade, a sandwich dressing. Um, What else do they have here? You can use it as a barbecue sauce or a base for like salads and pasta salads. It's kind of like your all-in-one Italian made style dressing.
0: It's it's funny they have a sesame and miso and it's Italian.
1: Yeah, agreed. But it is, the sesame and miso was the first thing to leave the shelf. It was so good on every salad we put it on. It made salads worth eating, honestly. Even if it was the most boring salad. So much flavor in this. And then the ginger, second best. Also delicious. Um, It tasted similar to the sesame and miso. But just Mm -hmm. like a little bit different. I think there was like a little bit less of like a tang in the ginger. Um, And then the original, good on everything. Like everything I put it on has been good. Like I'm not going to put... Miso on some stuff, but on that original sauce, I can put that shit on, like, everything. Meat and vegetable. Okay.
0: Oh, actually, um, speaking of that, uh, going into the conversation of things that are Asian, um, <laughs> there is a sauce that I would eat with steak. What? Uh, yum yum sauce.
1: I forget what yum like yum when sauce is. You, like, when you go,
0: like, if you've ever gone to, like, hibachi. Yeah. The sauce that you can dip the uh the steak and the chicken in. Yeah. It's like that yellowish kind oh, of sauce. It's called yum yum sauce.
1: Yeah, dude, yeah. So that
0: shit, okay I will like if I have like if it's like cubed pieces of steak. Like mm-hmm. if I'm having like uh if I'm making a stir fry or if it's a shish kebab yeah. I'll dip it in that. I mean I'm not mad you, about generally that. you can eat the meat by itself, yeah. but like they sell it at my grocery store. So I have a jar of it at home.
1: I'm not mad about this there's yeah, a three pack good. for sale for 26 bucks on Amazon. Hmm. It's not
0: bad. I'll and think... you don't need to refrigerate it until you open it.
1: That's perfect. That's how I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> refrigerate till open. Have you ever had the. Uh, they have a a red and a black cap. One is no, this I've only had sweet and tangy. It's a standard. Okay. One is. Oh, original and spicy combo. Interesting.
0: Very interesting. I think I just have the original. Yeah, just the original yum yum sauce. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, I see. They, yeah, they have the red cap. I'm going to
1: be buying this before the end of this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. So, like, the other night we ordered Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, like, a, a pint worth of rice left over. And I had some uh, steak skewers my mom made from barbecuing uh, from uh, Memorial Day. So I basically just like, I put the, I, I cracked an egg and scrambled it. And then I threw the, the, the rice in and the steak. And then I just added some soy sauce, some, uh, oyster sauce, and then some of the yum yum sauce and mixed it together. Oh yeah. And I added a little bit of the trough sauce cause I wanted to get that mushroom flavor. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was like, it was like going to, um, Benihana. Dude.
1: That sounds so so good. So good. Caitlin recently introduced me to oyster sauce. I mean, this is all funnily enough on topic for our tangents. Caitlin introduced me to two things. Um, there's the, the oyster sauce, which surprisingly, I really like a lot. And I don't like fishy things. And that's a little bit fishy. And I like it. Uh, it's like great to just like dab a chicken nugget into or like Facts. dip a, dip a little piece of chicken in. Yeah, it's great. And the other thing is this uh, crazy Indonesian spice sauce that I, I don't remember what it is. It's like a jelly type thing.
0: Uh, jelly. Gonna have to overrule it. <laughs> it's jelly-like. Did you, have, did you ever have peri-peri sauce?
1: I've had Luke and Perry. Worcestershire.
0: Perry Perry. peri <laughs> yeah, Worcestershire. Yeah,
1: Worcestershire.
0: Um, so, what is it? Peri apparently, mean? like, Perry 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 is, like, a Portuguese flavor. Okay. My dad, like, you make, like, a peri-peri pork. Dude. And my dad, my dad, it's, like, it's such a weird sauce. Okay. Um, like, it, it is a very much, like, a you have to only, you can only put it on certain things. Because the flavor is so unique. Which
1: one, though? There's so many.
0: Oh, just the, the standard.
1: Well, there's a medium, there's a hot, a garlic and a lemon and herb. What's considered the normal?
0: The the medium and the hot. Okay. Um, I think yeah, cause when, cause when I when I say the standard, it's it's the one that's not saying like garlic or whatever, cause that's Melinda's. I'm not talking about Melinda's peri peri garlic sauce. The Nando's. No. I'm talking about Nando's. No, yeah, I'm
1: looking at Nando's.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean Nando's. I think it was. I think I probably have medium. Okay. But like, it's such. It's such a very. Specific flavor. It's yeah. so weird. I feel like I've had and it because
1: I recognize that chicken. But I don't know where.
0: <laughs> and then there's a sauce. There's a hot sauce. It's a garlic hot sauce. By Blue Cap Hot Sauce. Dude,
1: Truff is expensive. They served me an ad as soon as I went to look at the Perry Perry, popped up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Blue Blue Top brand. Um... The garlic hatch creamy hot sauce, mm-hmm. Claire's, like, obsessed with it right now. Like, she takes it and she puts it on everything. <laughs> I got it at the store. It was really good.
1: Oh, dude. But, yeah,
0: truff, truff is expensive, though. I You know what I do? I see
1: why. Dude, it's, you know, it's called truff because it has white and black truffles in it.
0: No, I'm, I was talking about the, the blue top. But, oh yeah, no, I know why truff is expensive. Oh. Uh. I mean, it's truffles. Yeah, no, I, I,
1: I assumed based on the name, but like,
0: yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking like, at it. But it's like it's a thick sauce, dude. I mean, like in the pictures they do on the ads where it's like the chicken sandwich drenched in, mm-hmm. you don't do that with this sauce. <laughs> like you don't do that. Like you you like you like you almost put it on like a spread because it's it's pretty potent. I'm I'm intrigued enough. I'm gonna buy it because
1: uh, Caitlin so, just spent five hundred dollars on hair, so I'm gonna spend fifty bucks on hot sauce tonight. There you go. <laughs>
0: I think that's, I think that's justifiable. Right. <laughs> so what I would do though is they, um, so I have like one of those, uh, extensions on Google Chrome that gets, uh, gets, um, the coupon codes for me. Yeah. So I think you can probably go either on Amazon or on their website and there's a coupon code for the website. Okay. Cause I just get the trough, the, the, I get the, um, the gift pack mm-hmm. that comes with the, the hotter hot and white trough sauce. Yeah. 'Cause they don't need to be refrigerated until they're opened. Okay. So I mean, and six ounces goes a long way, surprisingly. But it's it's oh, wow. they're yeah, really they're good. Tiny. I mean It's it's you'd be surprised. It it goes a long oh, way. Oh no,
1: I know. It truffles black truffles are one of my favorite things. And yeah, that shit is fucking potent.
0: Yeah, and then another one I've I've done is uh i I've mentioned this in the past, the fly by Jing. So, that one, they have, um, they have a chili crisp, um, which is, like, you would mix that into your, uh, into, like, your stir fry to give it a, an extra flavor. It's, like, an oily kind of, like, chili paste sauce. Mm-hmm. But their Zong sauce, Z-H-O-N-G, mm-hmm. bro, that shit is so fucking good. Okay. Like, you, you, if you, like, you're, if you're making, like, fried rice or something... Yeah. You just put like the you put the zong sauce in there, or like you make it and then you pour the zong sauce on it afterwards, bro. It's it's spot on. It's the exact flavor you want. Z o n g, z h o n g. Z h,
1: zong sauce. And
0: that sauce, that, and again, that's like a that's a sauce I would put on like my rice. I put that on rice, or on or on chicken if I'm having it with vegetables.
1: Interesting. Sweet, spicy, again, umami, we'll, aromatic.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, so okay, so let's let's backtrack. Okay, so generally, no sauce on steak unless desperate. Um, but <laughs> if it's cubed up, uh, I would do the yum yum sauce. Um, okay, and then if we were doing hamburgers, sky's the limit. Um, if we were doing. Um, Let's see. Uh if we're doing hot dogs, I guess for I guess for I for me it's mustard or ketchup hot sauce. For you it's ketchup mustard. Uh cold cuts, we would mayo is a spread, we don't count that. But we could do like an oil, like a vinaigrette yeah. or um a mustard. Yeah. Uh fries, sky's the limit. Plus there's also different types of fries. So there really is no limitation. <laughs> um chicken tenders again any honestly anything with breading it it could just go mixed to match because chicken tenders i fuck with so many sauces yeah um i i would say that i would not just do straight up yellow mustard with chicken tenders
1: (laughs) i've done it it's not bad (laughs) i will be honest Um, whenever i add the the yellow mustard to anything it instantly cheapens it it instantly makes it feel like i am at like a a tailgating party or something.
0: (laughs) I know know what you mean. It's that, it's that zing from the mustard. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, and yeah, so sandwiches, paninis and veggies. So again, we were talking raw veggies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like a sauteed veggie. A lot of times I don't put a sauce on there, Mm -hmm. but if I had a, if I had a cooked veggie, I would put yum yum sauce on it.
1: Okay. I mean, I'm, I think I put the yum yum sauce in my cart. Let me see. Uh, Yes, yeah, yo, I'm. It's one day shipping. I'm getting it tomorrow. <laughs> nice.
0: Um, and then sandwiches. Um, honestly, like when it comes to my sandwiches, I'm very like traditional meat, cheese, mayo, mm-hmm. for almost all of the sandwiches I have. Yeah, unless I go out of my way to make myself a an aioli. In that case, it's usually like mayo, lemon juice, garlic powder, um mustard mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's really kind of it i just mix it together okay and it 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 becomes saucy enough yeah but also what's good sriracha mayo yeah like just like mixing sriracha and mayo together i do love it's that crazy too. that they sell that yeah they sell specifically <laughs> sriracha mayo yeah and it's more expensive than buying sriracha and mayo
1: yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous
0: yeah um, okay, so, uh, that's kind of, like, my, my sauce topic, um, I think we can venture off into this, because was also, like, meat and cheese combos at work, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: because, okay, Lars <laughs> forgot about the fact that we were, we did want to talk about meat and cheese a little bit. Yes. I'm looking... Now, when you say, hmm? now, meat with meat and cheese, are you talking specifically, like, hot? Or do you mean like charcuterie meat and cheese?
1: Charcuterie is easy. I think we can all agree. We can just go to the dried meat section, grab everything that's there, and enjoy eating it.
0: Fair enough. All right. I agree.
1: <laughs> so so we're in do other you, types of
0: meat. Favorite cheese? For for not sandwich purposes, but just like favorite cheese in general that you could do like on a charcuterie.
1: Oh, on a charcuterie. Uh, I'm going to say butter queso. Okay. That's solid? Yeah. Yeah, butter case is solid. It, it's, uh, it's a cheese that tastes, I guess, a little bit like... It's like a very weak cheddar taste, but then it finishes okay. really smooth, and it, it... it Like, when you breathe out through your nose, you know how, like, you, you breathe out sometimes and you smell something differently? When you mm-hmm. do that with the butter case, it it, like, has a buttery tone that comes out of your nose. Okay. It gotcha. is delightful (laughs) all right
0: what about mine mine would be um, smoked gouda yeah no that's
1: that's always a solid choice
0: and honestly like in the store they still smoke gouda but like they have things in it like they have jalapeno smoked gouda and they have bacon smoked gouda Mm -hmm. the bacon smoked gouda is real good because it's like you're getting that smokiness with the gouda and that smoothness of gouda Mm -hmm. and then you're getting little bits of bacon in there that
1: sounds so good
0: it's so good. Where is this? And like you mix that with like a piece of like pepperoni on a on a fucking, uh, Ritz cracker. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's weird. Yeah. It. Ugh. So hungry now. Um. <laughs> yeah. So so dry meats were good. Uh, cheeses, yes, uh, great choice. I need to make what you just described though. I need to eat that in my mouth hole. So I'm telling Caitlin that needs to go on the grocery list for this week. But <laughs> aside from that. I, you know, I'm I'm doing keto mm-hmm. and I'm running out of things I can make that are fun and unique and different. So it made me think, hey, we should talk about meat and cheese and our favorite dishes because I'm a fat 30-year-old that needs to lose weight. So this is our 30s portion. <laughs> <laughs> Help me keto better. What's a good meat and cheese combo?
0: So, um, meat and cheese. I mean, so, I mean, I, I like grilled chicken combos with cheese. Okay. Yeah. Um, but my go-to cheese is, um, if they're going to, if I'm going to melt the cheese. Okay. Like, let's say if it's cold cut style, Mm -hmm. I like, you know, I'll do like, uh, like cheddar or month or monster. Yeah. Solid. Like if it's cold. Yeah. Uh, but if it's hot, Mm -hmm. I like to put. Swiss and provolone. Okay. Okay. Like it melts it's when when Swiss and provolone melt together, yeah. something magical happens. Solid. Yeah. And like we they, we don't think about it often, but also mozz, like mozzarella. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like uh, uh mozzarella for Claire listening. Um they uh it 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 tastes it's so good, hot or cold. Yeah. Like if you get like a chicken sandwich mm-hmm. or like, you know, if you do like a if you've never done this, you can, if you ever, have you ever fried cheese to make it into a tortilla?
1: I've done it to make it into chips,
0: but so, yeah, same same concept. Yeah. Yeah. So putting the cold mutts with chicken is good. You know, yeah. you do like a lettuce wrap or a salad.
1: True. True.
0: Um, and then otherwise, I mean, also it go like the, the provolone and the Swiss go great on steak as well. It's basically like mm. a Philly cheesesteak.
1: That, yeah, that's true. That's what I thought of when you said this was a provolone.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, for when I was doing keto, mm-hmm. what I generally did was I would just... Because, like, depending on how you cook the steak, it's either stir-fry or it's a, a burrito bowl. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because you cook a steak with peppers and onions. hmm If you toss in soy sauce and oyster sauce, mm-hmm. it is now a stir-fry. Okay. Um, if you... And, um, I could still, I, you could still technically top that with a cheese. That's just trickier to do. Yeah. But otherwise, if you go the other route and you put in some like Mexican or Southern South, uh, South American seasonings, you, I would top it usually with like a cheddar and a pepper jack.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. You know, and then throw it on top of lettuce. Yeah. That works. Or if I have, uh riced cauliflower i do rice cauliflower yes agreed but it's so easy because i can make it i can literally just saute it Mm -hmm. and then not put any seasoning in there and then pack it up and then take a spoonful mix it in the pan with seasoning and then throw the cheese on it
1: yeah that's a good plan i wrote down swiss provolone and steak we need it
0: yeah it's it's a killer go-to and then i mean otherwise like you take you can You can take chicken and just like put mutts on it and just throw it in the oven and bake it. Oh, yeah.
1: No, definitely. And I mean, chicken parm is like freaking delicious. I get, you know, you can only have some carbs on
0: on, uh, keto. That's the only thing that sucks because like tomato sauce is not super keto friendly. Yeah.
1: So like you can have like, I spread out like two tablespoons of tomato sauce on something when I make it that has it (laughs) because that ends up being like six carbs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy.
1: (laughs) You hit 20 really fast. <laughs> 20 carbs. 20 what? 20 carbs. 20. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: 20 carbs is what you need to be. Uh, 20 carbs are under to stay in ketosis. If you go any higher, you're kind of just low carb instead, in which case yeah, you shouldn't also, be eating a shit ton of fat.
0: Yeah, 20 years is also re- really easy to hit, too. Nobody <laughs> likes you when you're 23. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dude, I remember making that my profile like on Instagram. Yeah. I remember changing it from 22 mm-hmm. to 23 and I wrote nobody likes you in 23. And now I'm 32. The inverse. It's terrible. <laughs> Everybody likes you when you're 32.
1: Yeah, cuz you finally have a little bit of money.
0: <laughs> I don't have any money. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> yeah, enough. <laughs> I'm giving it all to Anthony. Yeah, there you go. All right, but that that's all I got um, for meats and cheeses. That's
1: all you got for meats and cheeses, Doug? Shit.
0: I, I don't go uh, honestly like my my go-to cheeses for putting on things are usually cheddar, Swiss, pepper jack. Okay. Um, you know I'll get like the shredded cheeses. Yep. And I'll put that on everything. And I started buying yeah. just the egg whites, the cartons of egg whites. Yeah. And so if you just put if you if you fry out an egg white. You throw a cheese on there, it's like you're eating it with the yolk. Except way less cholesterol.
1: Okay. Okay, that, that um, makes sense. I don't trust the I don't trust those milk cartons full of egg. Hmm. I just
0: don't. Um. I mean, what I've also done in the past is using like almond flour or coconut flour. Yeah. I'll do chicken tenders. Okay. And That's then. And then you can cover that possibly. in like, mutts.
1: You know, I actually I do remember doing something like that. I might have been fried chicken, and it might have been me trying to make mozzarella sticks. But I used almond flour. This is like when I did keto like three years ago.
0: Yeah, it's it's it doesn't have the same. No, consistency it chunks other... up
1: and then it falls off really easily. Yeah, you
0: gotta like you gotta like double dredge it. Yeah, that's maybe thing. that's
1: why I didn't do. It was a mess. Yeah. That's all I remember. It's fucking
0: yep. mess. I mean, we bake it. That's whole thing like we'll flour it and then we'll bake it. Uh, that's smart and that prevents it from falling off too much it's still like it still gets a little bit like chalky yeah because of the fact that yeah like it, it does fall off or, or bunch up mm. but it's still pretty good
1: okay uh, I will try that again. I forgot about that' I'll sort of make moss sticks or do fried uh I've also done it with uh pork rinds. take those cor- pork rinds and grind it up in a mortar and pestle and then uh oh, that's clever. and then you bread it with the pork rinds so it's all 100% keto
0: 100% death
1: if you're not keto
0: yeah <laughs> that's 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 a it's a good idea <laughs> but i you know i don't need my cholesterol going up any higher than it is
1: no i don't recommend it if you're not doing keto uh you will die <laughs> 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 Um, well, okay. Other things for me then for anyone listening, we have, um, American cheese from the deli is like a staple, not like the shitty craft processed. That's a process. Yeah. One. Compressed one. Um, yeah. that we always have like a pound of every week. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also have a five pound bag of shredded mozz that we leave in the fridge pretty much at all times. Cause we both have it in our diets. We also mm-hmm. have a, a, uh, port wine cheese, which again is like, we kind of save that for charcuterie because it's really good yeah, with charcuterie.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's good in small small bits. Like you can't really sit there and eat a whole bunch of it. Yeah, I feel like it gets old quick. Yeah, not like physically. I mean, just like yeah, yeah, the taste. Yeah,
1: I got you. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it can be potent. Uh, and and this one has uh almond shavings on the outside as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 Like, Kakuna is the brand I think.
0: Yeah, it's like a half circle. Yeah, you buy exactly. It. Yeah.
1: Uh, the one that's a pain in the ass to try and seal up again? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know um, which one it is. Baby Bell. On Keto, Baby Bell Yo. is fucking necessary.
0: Yeah, because they have they have the little Goudas yeah. and the little Mutz ones. Mm-hmm.
1: We got the Gouda right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I don't like regular Gouda as much as I like smoked Gouda. Like, oh, to me, agreed. they're two, two completely different cheeses. Yes.
1: Agreed. They taste completely different, too.
0: Yeah. I like I like, mozzarella cheese is probably my most universal cheese. Yeah,
1: agreed. The mozz, the yeah. mozz. I mean,
0: the mozz. The
1: monster is like the better version of mozzarella, and then fresh mozzarella is the better version of both of those. Then the buffalo mozzarella is the best version of all of those.
0: I never. I don't think I've ever had buffalo mozz.
1: Dude, it is life changing. It tastes like the most pure version of mozzarella that has come about. It tastes like everything else is a cheap knockoff.
0: It is Interesting.
1: so good. You must have it. You know, it, like, can call you know what cheese I
0: didn't mention, though? What? I didn't mention blue cheese or gorgonzola. Well,
1: I don't really like either one of those. I only like it so, in dressing format for blue cheese. And no chunks. I don't like the... the
0: no. So, no. I, I during my keto, I would do these salads that were like... It was like arugula and salad and red onion. Yeah. And sliced grilled chicken... And uh, pieces of crumbled uh, gorgonzola mm-hmm. and like walnuts. Mm, yeah, it sounds healthy. And I put like a dressing on it. But yep. like, you know, but that's, I would put gorgonzola and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know, it just tastes like feet to me. I can't do gorgonzola.
0: How do, you like, how do you feel about feta? I love feta. How do you love feta, <laughs> but you don't like gorgonzola? I don't know. Feta is literally <laughs> foot cheese. It tastes good. Bro. I guess I like foot cheese, but I don't like
1: gorgonzola. It's like wet
0: foot cheese.
1: We buy bricks of it at a time; like it comes in solid bricks. <laughs> Man, we have a lot of cheese in this house. I just realized. Um, well, in terms of pairing it with uh, any meats, really, oh, we also have Colby Jack in the fridge right now.
0: But Colby Colby Jack is good. Yeah, any, any kind of like Jack cheese. Yeah, Monterey Colby. Dude, cheddar
1: too. Fuck, I've, we have hard cheddar too. Um, extra sharp mm. um yeah I, I mean in terms of like pairing it with meat really any cheese goes with any meat as long as you're not talking about blue cheese and gorgonzola <laughs> anything i have mentioned in our fridge right now you could put on any piece of meat and i wouldn't be mad about it all right all right all right fine but like i was hoping we come up with a, a fun unique dish like uh I don't know stuffing a chicken breast full of multiple
0: cheeses and sauce. Do you mean chicken cordon bleu? Yeah,
1: yeah, but not, not chicken cordon. Bleu. I mean,
0: you can you can still do that because if you use almond flour, yeah, you can make chicken cordon bleu. That's true. Let me write that one down. But the uh... or coconut flour. I, I like coconut flour. So do but I it's, in moderation. It's definitely got more of a potent flavor. I
1: like it in moderation, and it's better if you mix almond and coconut in whatever you're making. Then they kind of meld into a different taste. That's neither yeah, one of yeah, them. Yeah, they, they
0: it's fit better. In, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but but I do that when I when I make uh, chicken cutlets. I'll use the Italian breadcrumbs, and I'll mix them up with uh, panko breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. which you can't do because you're on keto. But True. <laughs>
1: Um but but what I was talking about with the, the chicken breast, I don't mean like cutting it in half and stuffing it and letting it all pour out. I mean, I have an injector and I will melt cheese and I will inject the chicken with cheese. Oh, okay. Then when you cut into it, it explodes with cheese. Man, I know what I'm doing this weekend.
0: Would, like, a, like, a, like a chicken donut? Chicken, yeah. Yeah, like a chicken
1: Boston cream.
0: I don't know if that'll work, because I feel like you have to cut, you have to make the abscess in the chicken. I don't know, man. I'll let you figure it out. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. I'm going to do it. You should do that with hamburgers. (sighs) I I know. Make yourself some Juicy (laughs) Loosies. That's what we would do at home sometimes. We'd make Juicy Loosies. We'd stuff them with mac and cheese and bacon. That sounds good. It is. Sounds really good. Really good and unhealthy. Speaking of a sauce to put on stuff, hot sauce with mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, essential. Mixed with blue cheese. Yeah.
1: Talk about like flavors that otherwise just kind of become bland, like that a, a pork oh, cheese yeah. you're talking about. If I have a big, delicious bowl of mac and cheese, after the first like three bites, I'm like, eh, my mouth has been coated.
0: <laughs> it's all no, the same. No, I've never been like that. I'll sit there and be like, oh, this is delicious. Well, and I'll have the rest. Well, of it. but I mean,
1: like if I have the option to throw on some Frank's Red Hot. Whew. No, no, that's I Dude, agree. That breaks it up because
0: I I much prefer having a buffalo mac and cheese than a regular mac and cheese. Yeah. So I, I've done that. Generally, I always do that. I always have because I, I like I like putting a protein in with my cheesy dishes or my pasta dishes. Really. Yeah. I don't like having like whenever I get chi- whenever I get pizza, I like to have a protein on my pizza. I like to put I like, honestly, I like putting chicken in everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, and then even when when it comes to Mac and cheese. I'll even toss broccoli in there. Dude, yeah. So broccoli and chicken in my mac and cheese. Agreed.
1: And plus the hot sauce. Done it before. Delicious.
0: Yeah. It's the way to go. And that's, w- and that's when you can like literally toss in any cheeses you want in the mac and cheese. Because mm. I've done that before where I'll have the regular mac and cheese base. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, well, I have like these three open bags of cheese. Mm-hmm. And I'll just mix them in. <laughs> so i will just be like provolone, Swiss, pepper, jack, cheddar. Boom. That sounds really good. Yeah, I'm hungry. Um, okay. Speak, oh yeah. on that on that note of deliciousness, why don't we yes. why don't we take our ad break and then dive into our music and then we'll call it. You read my mind. I'm hungry. Yes. Ad break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God! There's no song for the first time. <laughs> Where's your automaton?
0: It's right here. You know what it is? It's because I wanted to get up and get myself a drink because I'm thirsty. Oh, okay. Hey there. If you're hearing this, you've already made it through a decent chunk of this week's episode, and that's pretty awesome. Lars and I are doing our best to bring worthwhile content to your ear holes on a weekly basis. That being said, it's way easier to stay up to date using our website and social media. Check us out at nerdy30podcast.com. 30 is with 30. It has links to all of our social media so you can subscribe and like on every platform we're on. Or just go ahead and go to Instagram or Twitter, and search at nerdy30podcast, again, 30 is a three zero to find us quick and easy. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We're having a blast making it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're back. You may have noticed I did not request money from you this time <laughs> around. It doesn't mean that I don't want money. It just means I didn't ask. Because at this point, you should assume I always want your money. <laughs> Here's Lars with the weather. <laughs>
1: we also still have no way for you to actually give us money. So good good luck getting it to us. Music time. Okay, so my band yes. is, is Totoro. Uh, the first band is Totoro. And the song is Chevalier Bolto. And... They are a French instrumental math rock like post rock band. Every once in a while they're singing. The song I'm recommending has like everyone singing in the band. It sounds like like around a microphone towards the end. Uh, but I don't I haven't come across a song yet where I've heard uh, just like one lead singer singing like lyrics and hooks and shit. Uh, they're super fun. I mean, they're kind of like TTng and maps and atlases here and there. Um, it seems like they're loved if you do a quick Google search. Like every like a lot of people are talking about them. Um and I feel like they need to do a US tour. And I would totally see them if they come to Boston. All right. Are you listening to them? Oh sorry, I, I was <laughs> quiet. I was listening to them. <laughs> what um,
0: do you think? so they are definitely for an instrumental band, they do keep the energy up. Oh yeah. So one thing I find sometimes with um instrumental bands that fall into the math rock category mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously this is excluding something like Animals as Leaders or Pliny, mm-hmm. where it's just like crazy oh, musicianship. my god, yeah. And I mean, like, these guys where are crazy that, too.
1: But...
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, the thing that was like, you know, I've listened to bands that are math-rocky and that are also just instrumental, mm-hmm. and you just kind of fade away <laughs> from them. Because they just, it, they don't really pull the energy in. It's like, yeah. it's too artsy sometimes. Uh, with the math rock where it's just like you, you know, there's not like a pulling melody in there mm-hmm. to drive the song. It's just like <laughs> Like seventeen different ways. Yeah. But it's usually not like it's always like a slower tempo mm-hmm. as well. It's like dun <laughs> You know, things like that. Yeah. That's not any particular band. Um, <laughs> but the point is, like, this gave me more, like you said, like, TTNG and g vibes. Not as much Maps and Atlases. It was somewhere between, like, TTNG, and g Okay, Maps and Atlases, like, for lack of a better <laughs> example. And, um, and like, if I threw in, like, the kind of, like, upbeat, uh, like, Minus the Bear yeah. feel. Because yeah. Minus the Bear and, like, TTNG and g both have vocals in them. Uh no. TTNG doesn't. TTNG is just instrumental, right?
1: Oh my god, I don't, why don't I don't remember. Oh, I, I they yeah, they are.
0: I'm thinking no, no. I'm thinking Tudor Cinema Club. Uh 2 Door Cinema Club yeah, is Yeah, they're vocals.
1: singing in TTNG. Yeah.
0: Oh, there is? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And anyway, <laughs> point is it's just like it's it's so it's, it's like it's it's still it's the it still has a driving pace to it. Mm-hmm you don't fall off like i was sitting there i was listening to the song and i'm like oh i i'm getting through this whole song mm-hmm. i want to listen to the next stuff <laughs> yeah they're, they're really good i i haven't come across a song i don't like from them yet honestly and their tone i mean they they do have a kind of like that that tone that you get with like instrumental bands mm-hmm. that are math rocky mm-hmm. but they do a good job in like blending that with some other influences to make themselves stand out mm-hmm. I like it. I dig it. I give them a follow on on Spotify. Yeah, nice. I also like that they're called Totoro. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, funnily enough, they took over the Google search for it, too. So if you search for this band and you click on the the pre-written result that says Totoro Band, the first image is Totoro, the actual Miyazaki character, with the band page on Google.
0: You know, I see that. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool that they've overtaken Totoro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean unless like The spelling is different I don't know It might be It's funny though Because like I think Well obviously They're, they're pulling their name From the character mm-hmm. But It's cool
1: Yeah And their Drinkify Is 12 ounces of water 12 ounces of monster energy drink 2 ounces of honey Which just sounds fucking gross Combine in a highball glass To serve Yum 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 all right, next band is Crazy in the Brains. The song is It's All Right. They are a punk band from New Jersey, and they're founded in 2015. I didn't realize that they like shook things up so much when they came out, but apparently they did. Uh, I don't even remember how I heard about them. It might have been, been, been um, one of my friends in Texas or something. Uh, but, you know, it's essentially punk with a xylophone. It It's, like, the happiest music from punks that I've heard. Even better than the, the punk music that's, like, made to be extra happy. This sounds happier. Even if the lyrics aren't talking about something nice. Like, be, just because you have that fucking beautiful xylophone in there the whole time. It's, like, super yeah, it really, high energy.
0: It does give a crazy spin on it with the xylophone. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's just... It's <laughs> It just does sound so much happier with the style Yeah,
1: it's crazy, and like you look at the lyrics, and they'll be like talking about like drugs or like violence, and and but it just it sounds so fucking happy.
0: <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, what what album? Oh, I found the album. Uh, it's alright. Is on the album Let Me Go from 2013. By the way, anyone looking for it? Oh,
1: I thought that we found it in 2015. Maybe when I was reading the the article on them. It was like 2015 was when they started playing shows or something.
0: I don't know. It's so funny that, yeah, this is xylophone. <clears throat> just like. Yeah, it's like, it's like a more fast paced, fast paced strokes with a xylophone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty good. Um, It's it's just fucking punk, man. It's, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they took the, the true spirit of it and just, they went with it.
0: Yeah. Oh, and they, their latest album they recorded in Asbury Park, right in Jersey, with, with Pete Stenkoff of The Bouncing Souls.
1: Yeah, they uh, they opened for The Bouncing Souls in 2016, yeah, they, looks like. Yeah, they
0: toured with Leftover Crack, Negative Approach, Days and Days, mm-hmm. and The Bouncing Souls. Yep. That's dope. Yeah. Looks like they got a pretty good spread. Chicago, London, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and Denver. They have about... Oh, honestly, a very, very similar number of people listen to them all over the place. Mm-hmm. Consistently.
1: Dude, they're unique. They are very unique. Can, and I've given them a follow <laughs> When When I was reading up on them beforehand, I learned that um, the, the xylophone player... I think both of these guys were like... I could be misremembering this. I don't know. So I'll just say allegedly for everything. (laughs) You know, they, it it sounded like the the xylophone player lifted the xylophone from somewhere and they were both. allegedly, Yeah. And they were both really poor. So they they started playing this band so they could try to make some money. Allegedly. Allegedly.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) good for them. It worked. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, their Drinkify is four ounces of Glenmorangie Scotch, served on the rocks, garnished with cocktail onions. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I'm. I don't get the cocktail No,
1: that's fucking disgusting.
0: All right. Um, what do you got? I guess it's my turn. Yeah. So um, the first band I'm gonna go with, actually, uh, I. Discovered them, not because of Spotify or Instagram. Okay. Well, technically, I guess, because of Spotify. But uh, <laughs> I was to a podcast uh, called, um, shit, what is it called? Uh, shit, it's called Fanboys. It's, uh I found out about this podcast because of the fact that they basically review music that you submit to them, and my band had submitted music to them on one episode, so they kind of, like, just, like ripped apart our song but gave us some compliments (laughs) uh and so i still listen to them because it is entertaining to me Mm -hmm. uh and there's a band that they put on there they've only got three songs on spotify uh it's called gloomy june is the band um and they the song is called always gonna let you down from 2022 so they're current it's very synth pop new wave Mm -hmm. like the new roundabout way and it's ve- like the second i heard it i thought of paramore uh yeah. specifically newer paramore um it it reminded me a lot of their their ba- their song called hard times off of one of their more recent albums mm-hmm. uh but it's a fun song to listen to and they've only got three songs on there so it's like it doesn't get old very quick cuz they only got three songs okay but they're good they are something. <laughs> they're a uh, the th- California yeah. indie pop band.
1: Yeah, they're not my flavor. Uh, the beginning sounds like a, like super hardcore 80s, but the rest of it, I am uh, i don't think I've been to. It's not for me. But, all right.
0: Oh, damn. I'm <laughs> Sorry. It's just not my thing. It's not,
1: not my genre. All
0: right. That's fair. Uh, you know what? It's... I just, I like to span through these things and I don't know. It's, I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what. Um, A song like this is fun to play on the drums because of the fact that there's not much drum influence in there. Mm -hmm. I can kind of go, you can be more technical. Yeah. So like I'll throw them in my headphones when I'm playing on the drums and I'll play like more technical, like as technical as I can get. It's like, I'm like, you know, like, I'm a spastic drummer at best. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it is one of those kind of, like, this, like, synthwave stuff, very fun to improvise drum stuff too, because it's just so open. So, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Gloomy June, I couldn't get a Drinkify for Gloomy June. Okay. So, I got a Drinkify for Gloom, <laughs> Drinkify for Y, and a Drinkify <laughs> for June. <laughs> okay. So, got to drink all of it. Okay. <laughs> So, the gloom is four ounces of Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey served on the rocks, garnished with a twist of orange.
1: Yeah, that could be gloom.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Then, the Y is six ounces of Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey, six ounces of Monster Energy drink, combine in a shaker, and strain into a cocktail glass and serve. And then, the June is just ten ounces of vodka served on the rocks, stir vigorously, and garnished with nutmeg. So, death. Okay. Alright, uh, and now the second band I'm recommending, um, this band is 100% up your uh, alley. It's, it's your cup of tea. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the band isn't around anymore. Oh, uh, wait, man. They went on hiatus uh, about 10 years ago. <laughs> More than that, actually, because we're old, so it's probably 12 <laughs> years ago. So. Uh, so the band is called Inaviate, so when you search, it's just two words, Inaviate, Aviate." Um, The song is called Redefining Automation Mm -hmm. from their 2008 album called
3: 1985.
0: Okay. Um, They're a post-hardcore band. Uh, You can definitely hear elements of current post-hardcore bands and also similarities from like older post-hardcore bands. They're post-hardcore though? That's that's what it's defined as, post-hardcore. I mean, it. it could. Huh. I mean, I. I definitely hear a little bit more emo.
1: Yeah, I don't hear any of the screaming. The, like Johnny Depp is post uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny Booth is post hardcore, like metal, and well, that's the thing. It's post not this post
0: hardcore is such a <laughs> post hardcore such a crazy range. I mean, if you think about it, like um, like Saosin was post hardcore. That I believe there's at least screaming in it. Not in Seosan, not really. When I saw them live, there was screaming. It made me buy an album. <laughs> Maybe they just did a live, uh, <laughs> or like uh, anyway. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't because I wouldn't call them like post punk. I'd call them post hardcore. But uh, they're definitely um in that vein of like emo post hardcore.
1: Okay, um, yeah, definitely emo. Yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah, but I, I you know, I, I came across them uh from creating a radio with my last week recommendation which was invalids or invalids um which I've been mm-hmm. I've been kind of jamming to this week I gotta say the invalids invalids yeah the, the <laughs> invalids yeah
1: the invalid Invalids? because I,
0: I was listening I was listening to, to ningento for a while uh-huh. and then um I recently have been listening to more invalids okay and uh yeah they come up so for Inaviate... Um, their drinkify is one Bud Light served cold, which is appropriate, cause that's what I was drinking in two thousand
1: eight. <laughs> right? Oh, wasn't it Natty Ice? Uh,
0: two thousand eight. I was. Uh, was it a Keystone
1: Light? Wasn't a Steel Reserve yeah. a Cobra? <laughs> Dude, Steel <laughs> Reserves. Get oh, that man. malt beer, mm.
0: bro. Steel Reserve. I remember it just like. You were a specific type of person to be drinking steel reserves. <laughs> like, you just wanted... You just, like... There was no good coming out of the... It's evening. what all the
1: punks used to drink in in, uh, in Wanta. You know, the, the ones that would go break people's arms over in Belmore.
0: Uh, I never broke anyone's arm in Belmore. No,
1: me neither. But it was my but friend who got their arm reserve. broken. <laughs> oh. Because they hit on... I think they hit on or they kissed one of the, the kids' uh, Moms? Sisters. But they were, like, oh. of age. It's not like... Like they were all they were all under eighteen. Everyone together. I don't know. Over eighteen? No, they were under eighteen. This was in high school.
0: For the sake of the podcast, they were over eighteen.
1: Oh, okay, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. But yeah, so I mean, so what do you think about Inaviate?
1: I don't like his voice. Okay. But the music sounds very similar to Thursday back then, so I'm not mad at it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think their nickname was Friday. <laughs> 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 but the the vocals, it sounds like another band that I've listened to, which coincidentally also was around at that same time. Different vocalist, because um, I looked and this guy apparently, I think the the guitarist or the vocalist works at a mortuary now. Oh, <laughs> but uh, pleasant. Yeah. So I guess, you know, this week's music suggestions seem to be a bit of a miss for Lars. <laughs> uh, but they were a hit for me. I did like Totoro. <laughs> Crazy in the brains. Um, as Lars said, not really my cup of tea. Uh, but cool in their own right, because they do have those xylophones. <laughs> the xylophone that they lifted, allegedly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, take a listen to, obviously, they're all still great bands to listen to. Um, Take a listen, tell us what you think. We always like to hear from anyone, for any reason whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, You know, shout out to Mike Thompson for always liking and resharing our stuff. (laughs) Yeah, thanks Mike. Yeah. If we could live off of that salary of just having Mike do our our shares and whatnot, I'd be rich. (laughs) I'd have dollars. Literal dollars, guys. Literal, like... Oh, speaking of dollars, I'd like to let the audience know. If we broken two? Currently, thanks, thanks to all of those ads you've listened to over these, like... This was episode, what, 21 or 22? This is
1: 20... 20?
0: It's 21. So, One. after two seasons, um, which equates to 28 episodes, 29 episodes the first season, and now this episode this is 21st episode in the second season we have currently made six dollars <laughs> and sixty six cents no way we made six six six. Six, six six six. he's not kidding
1: we have uh 696 plays of all time uh 14 plays per episode average and then the audience size in the last seven days is four people
0: yes i mean honestly like our average play size has gotten a little bigger, which is nice. It has, yeah. But we won't we won't bore you guys about this. This is stuff that Lars and I mull over every once in a while. <laughs> um, you know, I am glad that you guys are listening. Uh, thank you for getting us our six dollars and sixty six cents. <laughs> um, you know that will be put towards good use, uh, which m- we may use. Uh, we may use to buy. We uh, will buy marshmallows when Lars and Caitlin come over. <laughs>
1: I'll take some marshmallows.
0: Or we'll, maybe we'll just put it into a college fund and give none of it to Lars.
1: I don't like that plan. That plan doesn't, doesn't fit Lars's plan for marshmallows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn it. Maybe we'll split it. We'll give $3.33 to Anthony and use $3.33 to buy marshmallows for Lars. I love it. This is great. Perfect. Everybody I hope you
1: have a marshmallow gun.
0: <laughs> a marshmallow. Oh, I, I didn't hear what you said at first. I was like, what's a marshmallow gen? I was like, "Oh, gun! I don't. (laughs) Damn! I can throw them at you, though. That works.
1: That works. Can we get the jumbo one so it makes a thud on my forehead? Just a smack.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll freeze them first.
1: Ah, beautiful! You're my best (laughs) friend.
0: (laughs) I leave a mark. Yeah. Uh, But on that marshmallowy good note, Uh, thank you all for listening and subscribing, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.